So I, I mean, I've noticed this trend. I think a lot of the driven women in this online space kind of, they all kind of get to this point. And I'm watching some people who were there now start to arrive at the point of like, oh fuck, I need to start like healing and feeling. And it's really a mind fuck for when you're, when you run your business a certain way for years. And now it's like, I don't even know how to like run my business when I'm not stressed the fuck out and just doing shit all the time, but you yep. can't physically do it anymore because your body will not let you. Yeah. That's a great way of how I woke up. I woke up and my body was like, fuck you. I'm exactly. in charge now. I'm going to find something you can't outwork. Like there was a day I literally could not get out of bed. My toddler was like, hey, mommy, are you getting up? And I'm like, not today. This is the Rise from the Heart podcast. I'm Christy Bailey, business and life coach to driven entrepreneurs who want to ditch the hustle and the burnout and create incredible success from the inside out. My mission is to help ambitious entrepreneurs realign their businesses and lives for more impact, income, and joy. And if you're ready to rise, let's do this. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode. I am here with my former client and friend who just has gone through all the same shit that I have. Um, we were catching up a little at first. We haven't talked in a while, but we've been going through the same things. And I thought, fuck it, we'll just we'll just dive in and catch up in real time. So I was Absolutely. just telling her that I just got food poisoning and was throwing up for straight eight hours and slept twenty slept twenty hours, and it was like a purging of all of like shit that I've been holding in for weeks about this COVID stuff. And she did the same. But before we get into the throw-up stories, <laughs> this is going to be a good podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself, Christina? <laughs> oh my goodness, where do I even start? So I am a client of Christy's. Um, Christy changed my life. She knows. It all started with a fucking candle. Oh, am I allowed to say <laughs> bad words? <laughs> oh, this is an, an only bad word podcast. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Um, so my life began... I was still working basically full-time in the clinic, Christy, when we hooked up and I was starting my own business. Um, I'm a mom. I am an athlete. I am a coach and I have many different directions. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is our overachievements um, and how we just pile that on. So Christy Christy has changed my life. Like she will forever be stuck with me. <laughs> she likes it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're just kind of still learning through life is the best way I would describe us making mistakes that. and learning from them, making rules, breaking rules. Um, and at this point, you know, Christy was the complete catalyst for me taking that leap to live my dream and move forward with my business. And as it continues to evolve and Christy continues to be a source of support and messaging. And she always just falls in here when I need her, which is great. I have a habit of that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's like the universe puts people in your lives for a reason. So I'm really glad that they dropped you here for, you know, everything. And yeah, we were just reconciling over our parallels of food poisoning incidents. Yeah. And chronic illness. Oh, and chronic overachievement, which was oh. what we initially intended this um, podcast to be about, and it will be. And yeah. food poisoning is really just another version of chronic illness where, you know, you hold in your shit for so long and all of a sudden it comes out violently, sometimes in the form of chronic yeah. illness, sometimes food poisoning. Um, <laughs> violent is a great description for it. That it was violent vomiting. I don't know about you, but I've never vomited that way in my life. I felt like it was exorcism level. Like it took me like a week to like clean the bathroom from what happened. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And oh, it was good. Especially as a mom, Jordan's like, holy shit, what do I do? How do I make dinner? I was like, I'm out. I'm out. No one touched me. And then when it was over, I woke up and I was like, I feel so clear and good and ready for life. Urged. Yeah. So I was telling Christy after my experience. Um, so yeah, we'll get into my chronic illness and issues. Um, so many of them, but 
one of the things I've been going through is I haven't had a menstrual cycle. I am a hypothalamic amenorrhea. I've had it for literally four years. I have held on to that little secret for a long time, pushed it down, refused to believe it, refused to own it. And after that happened, I woke up the next day and had a cycle. Can you tell us what that is for anyone who doesn't know? Yes. Um, so amenorrhea is when your body is not healthy enough to have a menstrual cycle. Um, one of a life-changing thing, and I've, I've seen it, you know, I've read about it. I know about it. Your menstrual cycle is literally your fifth vital sign as a woman. Like if you are not getting that sign every month that everything is okay, you need to clock the fuck in on what you are doing with your life physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, and physically I have competed in bikini competitions for the past three years. Before that, I was a CrossFitter. Before that, I was a runner. Um, it's been a cycle my entire life. And we'll get into my whole exercise binging tendencies. Oh, me too. And, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I had a normal menstrual cycle for the majority of my life. And, you know, this didn't happen to me until after I had a baby. I never regained a cycle. Um, and a lot of that was just like a lot of emotional entanglement. And Chrissy, you saw a lot of that in me with my business because I work with moms. And it was a very painful process to become a mom. And it was also a painful process to like step into that field and help moms. I think there was just so much just underneath healing that had to happen there. Um, And Christy had to really help me weed that garden. (laughs) It never ends. But also like, I, I feel the same in that I'm, you know, leading people through building a business. And I also like, I have so much healing to do. And even the time we were working together, um, you know, like I, you and I both are deep in our drive, hustle, win that shit mode, which is perfect because that's who we were. And those are the lessons that we learned. And I've had to realize like, there's nothing to forgive myself for because that's who I was. And even if that drive did create some health issues in me and the burning out, like I could not have, I couldn't be here if I wasn't there. And the people who continue to work with me are the ones who are evolving in the same way and doing the healing and like leaning more into the feminine side, whatever that means for you. Um, and it's, and it's beautiful. I love it. the, the softer side is what I call it. Like I just made a post about that today. Yeah. Like physically softer, like in just my body and everything. Um, your, and emotionally. Your face and looks different too. I've noticed. So oh do you God. remember Kate Pirtle? She's been doing a lot of this work too. And she literally her, as she's done like more of the healing work, her face has gotten more feminine and soft. And I've had people tell me that too. Yeah. You look glowing, my dear. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. It's real. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's so- <laughs> glad to have it back. I feel human again. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about you, but I think we talked about this, the first part of the healing journey when you realize like, oh, fuck, I've repressed every single thing. And now it's coming out as like, as, oh, uh, as disease and illness and stress and like all of the crying. And like, it's kind of a period of being in like the fucking dark hole and like, like holding yourself as you figure out like how to, how to move out of that. Right. You are hunkering the fuck down in the most darkest, emotionally unstable place I've ever been in my life I'm crying every fucking day talking to myself walking around the street like you've got this girl (laughs) oh my god so dark so dark like I'm just sitting on the kitchen and my husband is just like okay (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so for more for more context um you know, a lot of the women that end up following me and probably end up working with you too are the ones that are very driven. They're, they've, their whole lives, they've been overachievers and winning the trophy and like getting the client and building the business or whatever it takes the form of is just a way to validate externally what you need to validate inside yourself. Literally tomorrow's post. External validation that I no longer fucking seek. Yeah. And Oh my God. So I, I mean, I've noticed this trend. I think a lot of the driven women in this online space kind of, they all kind of get to this point. And I'm watching some people who were there now start to arrive at the point of like, oh fuck, I need to start like healing and feeling. And it's really a mind fuck for when you're, when you run your business a certain way for years. And now it's like, 
I don't even know how to like run my business when I'm not stressed the fuck out and just doing shit all the time, but you yep. can't physically do it anymore because your body will not let you. Yeah. That's a great way of how I woke up. I woke up and my body was like, fuck you. I'm in charge now. I'm going to find something you can't outwork. Like there was a day I literally could not get out of bed. My toddler was like, Hey mommy, are you getting up? And I'm like, not today, baby. Can you go get yourself some cereal? And that was like a wake up call to me. And that's like when that started. So, I mean, that was in December and we are now in May and I have finally grasp how I can just manage better. I mean, we're in May now, like it's taken five months for that evolution to start and continue. I mean, we're clearly not exactly there yet, but I'm at least at the point I can be a functional human being and run my business. (laughs) Yeah. That, I mean, that's a fucking blessing because I was in the same spot where it was like August of last year that I actually realized, Oh, like I have an illness and the doctors won't tell me what it is. They have no idea. And so I made a decision where I was going to, I was like, I'm going to let go of my business. I'm going to take my 401k loan and I'm going to not do a fucking thing and just like basically pay myself to mm-hmm. heal and get better. And I just laid there for like a few days until I heard my intuition be like, you should look up the symptoms of breast implant illness. Cause I had just seen a YouTube video by Emily Duncan, who's a fitness. Video. It was yeah. fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Cool. Let's talk it's not going to happen to me. That's not me. I'm a boss bitch. I'm so yeah. strong. The thing is, I had even, I had the intuitive nudge two years before I got sick. And when I picked up a magazine in the grocery store and I was like, oh, I should probably cut these out one day, but not right now. I don't, I don't really feel like spending $10,000 to get them removed and I like them. So whatever. And then the, you saying that to me one day, you're like, yeah, maybe I'll get them removed. I don't know. And I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, June, maybe further. I must've been at least a few years ago, yeah. but um, yeah, when I first moved to California, that's when the symptoms started happening and it was, it kind of it was like a depression basically and anxiety because I had just gone through a breakup and I was moving to a new place with no people. And I was doing that thing that we do, which is we take extreme crazy action to distract ourselves from the thing that we actually need to fucking feel. Yeah. And, um, and I was working and like trying to launch a new thing. And finally a little voice inside me was like, you just need to cry on your couch for like two weeks. It's like, okay, fine. Two weeks, just two. Then I can go back to working. Just two, just two. I'll take two. Oh my God. And then I, the symptoms kept popping up. I kept getting different pills, like de, like the antidepressants and Treat the symptom, not the cause type shit. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe I need to hire a new coach. Cause that's why I'm not inspired and I can't take action. And I like bought, I got like a $7,000 a month coach and I, and I was like, okay, this is clearly not it. And I'm like beating myself up because this coach doesn't even like, I couldn't see it at the time, but he definitely couldn't see that there was something like physically on a health level and emotionally wrong. And he has no idea what emotional healing is. Like he's a very system. Neither do bikini coaches, everyone, just so you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So it definitely taught me a lot about being conscious and choosing who I work with and why, but um, it all came to a climax in that intuitive moment in August. And then I was like, Oh shit. The only way to get better is to get them surgically removed. These bags covering my heart. And I had like 22 different symptoms And, um, it was just so humbling. Cause like you said, I, everything that I used to define my self-worth was taken away. I couldn't even get out of bed. I Mm -hmm. couldn't speak sentences. I would get on a client call and I was like, I don't remember what I was saying. And like the words would get mixed up. Yeah. And then you'd go lay down for an hour after that because you would be so done for the day. Exactly. A conversation exhausted me. And so anyway, I moved my ass home to my parents and, and then got my surgery I was like, now I'm going to be great. Now it's all better. (laughs) And then the next phase began (laughs) where it was a a healing of the the sick version of me. That was my identity for so long. God. Did you ever have a sick girl? Like the the funeral. You always used to call it like the funeral of like you having to like break up with like either that like idea or that like old self. Yeah. Yeah, I had to let sick girl Christy go because she was a victim. And I was like, I'm sorry, but we can't do this anymore. No, like we can't be friends. Yeah. 
Hi, Felicia. Um, Dude. But uh, the ADHD thing, that was still there after. And I had to let, because then I went on an all natural phase and I was like, I don't need anything. Uh, LOL, like, been there. I don't fucking, need medication to heal my body. Yeah. And then, I, exactly. I asked another for another piece of intuitive guidance and God was like, here, watch this video of Gabby Bernstein where she talks about how she used to like tell people who had postpartum depression to meditate more. And then she actually got it and was like, I need some fucking medication. You're not so high and mighty now, huh, bitch? (laughs) I literally talked about that on my video today of like medication. Like, Chrissy, it's just like insane. We live like in parallel. We do. And stuck with me forever. I love that we can talk about this because pe- people need to, to know that like sometimes medication is necessary and okay for a period of time, even if it's not natural. Jesus. Oh my God. I literally spoke those words. I was like, all the people that want to be like natural and be like, I don't need medicine. Doctors are crazy. I just need to like sit in quiet room longer. Cool. That is not going to literally fix the thyroid that is exploding inside my body or my extremely abnormal hormones. Like I'm going to sit there and be a martyr and be like, no, I don't want to be healthy because I want to be high and mighty on my fucking high horse. Like get the fuck out. Like this stigma is horrible. Like the things that you can read on the internet, the things that people will say, like you have to be that person that stands up and says that message. I read a post of like a mom the other day that was talking about like all of her infertility issues and like the medications and the things that she had to go through and Holy Lord brutal. Like, and she was just so fucking brave to stand up and be like, I take medication to this day. Like, yeah, I need it. Like, here is your permission. Yeah. Like, and I was like, <laughs> so, so that's been a part of your healing as well. Thyroid medication. Oh yes. Do we want to go through the yeah. repression? So Christy, like we were very parallel and it's really funny because Christy's intuition definitely stuck into my brain about last year. And like I hid from Christy cause I was prepping for the national stage and you know, I was like, yeah, Christy, uh-huh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go over here because I'm scared that you don't think I should do this. But really it was like in the back of my head, I knew Christy was like, this you need to like not diet and like just be like I did I never told you that though I will give but it was in your that credit head. but it was in your head and I knew it I was like downloading it and I was like Chrissy I'm just gonna I'll be back to work on a lot my of business do that a lot of people do that with me yeah I told you I was hiding from you I was like I'm hiding yeah. from you because I don't think you support this decision and I'm <laughs> well I will I mean it's really not even me it's yourself it's like you're you're yeah. the part but I also you know, there, there was a time, especially in the beginning of my business where I'd like try to show people this thing, especially around the competing thing. I've had so many clients compete and I've tried to be like, Hey, maybe it's not really like your thing or the best idea for you. Yeah. I mean, Cause I see you actually want this thing. But then I realized I, with you driven women, I cannot ever put a decision in your head. You have to come to it yourself. And if I push you, you will run away like a scared screaming child. <laughs> so true. Oh my God. If you take my fucking candy, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and, you know, like that, that is another thing of like, you know, Christy's, Christy's like my mama too. <laughs> like you don't have to realize that. mama needs a mama. mama, needs and so, mama. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was when everything literally went crashing down in August. Um, it was fucking brutal. And I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull back. Um, and there were a lot of things going on. Like when I went through like peak week in August, like there was literally nothing left of me. I was 35 pounds less and I was just like dropping weight. My body was eating muscle off. I was so emotionally unstable. I literally could not talk about anything without crying. And like, I just thought I was literally living off endorphins. I was just running. And that goes back to like my addiction to exercise. Like I've said it before, like I am an exercise binger. It's not about food restriction with me. Like I don't have issues with food. Like a lot of these girls that do compete, but like I use exercise as a drug. Um, and that's what my post about tomorrow is, is like, I'm like a fucking heroin addict and yeah. I just take a hit and I take another hit and then it's more and it's more. And then you need a higher dosage until yeah. you're going into, you know, North Americans weighing 115 pounds and dude, you weren't going to pull me off that treadmill. Like, it's my happy place. I'm just yeah. on drugs. I'm fucking happy. I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah. 
So like it was a complete burnout. Um, I came back from North Americans and I was, I could not recover from this prep. Um, I was sleeping like 12 hours a day. I say very similar thing that you kind of said, like I would have a client call. I couldn't stay clocked in. I was laying on my floor, taking a nap. I thought I was avoiding work. I was, I was like, I'm just self-sabotaging. I'm just a person. I'm, you know, not driven. Like what's wrong with me? Um, and you know, I just stepped out of the gym and everything. And like, you know, I, I felt healthy. Like I got, I put weight back on. I was like, I got this under fucking control. Right. Like I told Paul, like, I was like, we're done. I'm going to go reverse myself. Like this was kind of always my vision. You know, I had this whole bikini to baby vision, right? Like that's what I told you. So of course there comes a twist with that. I'm going to reverse into pregnancy. Like I got this, I can do this. Come December, like I was doing okay. And then all of a sudden swelling, um, I felt horrible and then I couldn't get out of bed. And I was like, oh no, what is this? Like, I'm scared now. And I mean, you know, and like I said, I was just sitting there waiting. I was like, I'm healing, I'm healing. This is going to get better. And I finally went to the doctors and, you know, got blood work done. And it was just like a fucking train wreck. And it was also a doctor just being like, you just need to sit and wait longer. And I was like, mm, I think that I'm pretty fucked up and I need some meds. So Your intuition saved you. Yeah. So I eventually um, reached out to Lauren Conlon. She had put up a post. She's bikini competitor, chronic dieter. She put up a post that was just so fucking raw and honest about her recovery and it took her 18 months and this is where she is. And she said, she's not angry with the sport, but that things have to fucking change how we handle it. Yeah. And, you know, that was just rang so true to me. Cause those other two years I prepped, like I did it in a very healthy manner, but that third year, that third year that I should not have been on that stage, that third year that like things just didn't quite look right but you know, I was going to make this body respond because that's what I fucking do. Someone should have just fucking took those heels away from me. And, you know, it just imploded in front of my face. So I had Lauren as like my guide to be like, Christina, like if you need medication, like we can't just fix this with having you train less and eating more food. Right. Yeah. It's going to happen. So, you know, went to the endo, he's very proactive, going to fix this here meds. Okay. We did a little bit. Now we got to do more here, more meds. Um, so, you know, but I mean, that's only 20% of it, Christy. Like, you know, that, that like code, what did I say? My codependent relationship with overachievement. <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the real tough healing. <laughs> that fucking brutal. So, I mean, a lot of like our physical healing has been parallel there. Like there's of course more to continue to work on. Yeah. Um, and there's been some really hard days. There's been a lot of realizations, you know, especially, and I talked about that in my latest video of my health update, you know, I've just been kind of sharing everything that's been the most cathartic thing for me is to just come out and come clean with everyone about everything that I just repressed and hid about my cycle, about competing, about my business, about my feelings as being a mom, about trying to become a mom again. And just like how much for fucking granted I took my health. Um, God, I wish like if we could wave a flag on this fucking podcast, it's do not take your health for granted. Do not run yourself into the ground. Yeah. Like the, the outward grind hard, like is not gonna, it's not gonna end well for you, girl. It ain't going and well, but you also won't listen to us until you actually get there. So it's kind of like you're going to be anyway. Just know? so you know, when you're there, we know how to help you. Yeah. Christy's got your business. I got your body. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I've actually started doing so much like emotional healing work with people. And I also, I'm trying to be more um, like increase awareness about that because in my time of like literally being alone, like crying on my couch for a year. I, you know, I learned so much about trauma. I learned about how like as a child, we have these wounds about not being loved and not being enough. And like, they're small little moments. They're not like we get raped or anything. Sometimes that can be trauma, but they're the things that like 
cause us to perpetually chase the uh, uh, like um, approval of others. Like it begins as like, oh, your dad, like you want your dad's approval, but then it turns into every fucking person on the planet and you just, you know, chase after higher and higher things. And nobody ever like taught us in high school how to like heal yourself and how to like yeah. be there for yourself and give yourself the things that you're looking for other people to give you or say to you. Like, hey, I have a post-it above my bed that says, I'm proud of you, Christy. I love you, Christy. You're doing such a great job, Christy. Because yeah, bitch. I have to tell myself that. I can't look for other people to tell myself that I will be perpetually unhappy and sad. And I just don't, I'm not trying to do that anymore. Like me and myself, we have conversations in the mirror. Oh I my talk God. to myself and my five All different personalities, or not personalities, but selves, like my different selves as I'm walking around the block. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, like that positive self-talk is the most healing thing that you can ever happen. Like that's what true self-love is. Like that has been like my one objective is to learn to love myself. I'm like, I can do this. I, I can. And I, sometimes I just wake up and I just fucking tell myself that I'm like, Christina, you can love yourself today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to overcomplicate it. Like it just has to be simple And, you know, me and Lauren have talked about that. Like, you know, do I need to dip into, you know, the therapy type of thing? Like, there's a lot of things that I journal on. Like, of course, I have a shit ton of childhood trauma. Like, I'm very aware of it. It has, you know, the whole healing journey really just, like, freaking pulls the curtain up on all of that when you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, emotional stuff is, like, they don't teach us that. Like, they don't teach us how to talk, especially if you've grown up in, like, a place where it's, like, we just learned to survive and take care of ourselves. Like, yeah. and I have taken that a step further. And we never learned that it's okay to feel your emotions and how to let them all out so that they don't collect inside and then explode and, and vomit or illness. Your thyroid, yeah. literally exploding my thyroid from the inside, everybody. <laughs> like, literally. Like, you keep, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I was telling Chrissy, I was like, dude, I have been feeling fucking nauseous all day because I knew this podcast was coming and we were going to have to, like, bring all this stuff up and, like, mm. I'm strapping in. And I am so glad it's Twerk Tuesday or Twerk Thursday because, <laughs> like, that is literally, like, one of my healings. Like yeah. just, I have to like shake it off a little bit. Like I have, yeah. like, that's my let go. So I found some very like non-traditional ways of like therapy. You're not traditional. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm just like, I mean, I could go to a therapist, but I could go to twerk class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. So I, I tried to start doing that. I would say this was very raw for me in January still. And I was like where you are, where I, like everything would make me fucking cry. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was genuine chronic illness trauma I realized I learned that that's an actual type of trauma where you literally I I went to um get my physical and she was drawing my blood and she was just like trying to distract me by talking and so I started telling her about my illness and I just lost my shit like like almost like a panic attack and that's when I was like okay there's like trauma here how am I going to heal that I did try a therapist but I mean it's I'm not gonna lie. At some points, yeah, I'm I'm like a. They, my therapist, told me I'm a, I'm a better therapist. (laughs) Well, and they are like, I don't know how I can help you. I've had two different therapists say that to me. (laughs) Really find a good one. I'm like trying to give them coaching. I'm like, Chrissy. That's the most Christy thing I've ever heard in the world. I mean, I'm pretty good at therapi- therapizing myself, but I um, I remembered this this modality from that $7,000 a month coach that he introduced me to called um, Network Spinal Analysis, which, have you heard of that? Yes. It's a type of chiropractic work. So you, yeah, it's light touch um, chiropractic work along your nervous system. And it essentially like, it triggers the processing of emotion that is stuck there. And that's where our emotion gets stuck. And I've had the craziest like visualizations during that. So I started doing that. And my very first time that I went, this was when I was still deep in the chronic illness trauma. And I literally saw myself all of a sudden, my sick self, like, like curled up in a ball crying in a corner, which basically was like my ear. And I was stuck in my body. So it was like in the dark in my body. And then as like I continued to process on the table, it's just a plain 
chiropractic table, I saw my sick self come like merge with my physical current day self. And it was like, whoa, I just feel this permission inside me to, to let that part of me go. I'm getting chills right now. And to be, to be healthy again, I had to give myself permission because still to this day, part of me gets really scared that if I work too hard or I do too much, I'm going to get sick again. So I've had that so many conversations with myself where I'm like, Christy, I've got you. You have this support system now of like people who can catch you if you go there. And you also know that like your body won't physically let you go there anyways. It'll do things like give you food poisoning. Yes. It will let you know, like literally, you know, like headaches. I'm sure you get that too. Like you start to get those headaches. Mm -hmm. If it's too much, like yesterday I had like five client calls and I was like, I was like, okay, Christina, let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. we're just like learning a new way of, of doing business that is in alignment with what we need to take mm-hmm. care of ourselves. And that's been like my business journey lately is like, yeah. okay, if I actually structured this shit in a way that was really supportive of my needs, how would it look? Yeah. And do that. Like, and that's, it's, it just takes time. Like that is, I know it sounds so cliche, but like, it takes time. Like that's kind of the thing that me and Lauren have found with my training. Um, that was probably the hardest thing for me with all of this, because I couldn't figure out like, you know, before I was a physique athlete, I was always an athlete. I loved the gym. I loved to work out. I love to lift weights and I would go there and then I would crash myself for two days. Like, I tried to do less. I tried to work out less in the gym. I pulled this out. I pulled that out. And we have finally this month come to figure out what works. It's taken four months. Like I have to have a timer. I have to have a 30 minute timer. Like Christina, you get 30 minutes. Christina, you stay within the scale. And it's like synonymous to my business. Like I work these days. Like those are like the boundaries and like learning those boundaries is very mentally challenging like you said oh, yeah. like I I just want to do more like I feel like you know and you just have to check in with yourself like it's a constant yeah. check in with yourself like girl you got this this is where you should be yeah. and there's no like perfect recipe but it does come from working with someone who can help you like that's yeah. the I mean coaches are exactly what they are just a godsend to help you and that's why <laughs> it's so great to talk about the deep dark shit. And I've actually found that like recently I learned that one of my membership clients came because of the posts I made about my boobies, about how all the self-worth lessons I learned. Um, and that was like a a really, yeah, I fucking sat here at this desk and I was just like, (laughs) and it just like the words came out magically from my fingers. And I'm proud to say today that my boobies have gotten clients and they're finally paying their dues. (laughs) Finally getting the return on my year of suffering. Your ROI on them. Yeah. The post that you made, I think you were, it was right after you got the mountain, you were like laying in the bed, like that one that you posted where you were like, I am grateful. Like, I mean, that's why I was like, like my whole little heart just broke. Mm. And I'm like, Spike Christy is my person. Like she knows like there's that lesson there. Like, yeah, don't take this lesson for granted. It's hard to see the lesson when you're deep in your shit and also your shit lasts for months because you're just like I just want to be successful I do without work and it's because it's who we're meant to be and I've actually had to really come to terms with my driven side because for so long I rejected it I was like I don't want that part of me I can't be hungry for money like I can't be like that go-getter but actually that's real. That's a part of me that will never fucking go away. So I've slowly been bringing that side of me back and I'm like, cool. Like we can both hang here. Masculine. (laughs) Right. You can sit with us. Yeah. Get in driven side. Yeah. And it has taken a long time though, because it, I, I mean, I've had so many conversations with myself. It's safe now. It's okay now. Dude, safe. I constantly go back to our, um, like Jeff and them. You're safe. Like stuff like that. Like those things that we have, those experiences we've had together, like being in California out at the shooting, like, you know, they always told us like, when you need to go back to your safe space, like safe. Yeah. And it's, that's such a good tool for coaching too. I feel like, because now like 
since I've gone through this and I've learned so much about trauma and, and the emotional side to, to what my clients go through, like I can see where pushing or like giving them the action and doing that, that, you know, <laughs> that hustle shit, like that's unhealthy. And yes. there were times where, I mean, I didn't have this awareness or knowledge, so I couldn't, you know, I couldn't give that to my clients. But now I'm like, okay, cool. Like my priority is not that you're in a fuckload of money. My priority is that like, you're like healing and you have like mental health support that you need. And like, we have a discussion about like what you're going through. And if you, this is even right for you. Like I'm so like strict now on what kind of help do you need outside of me? Cause I'm yeah. not a therapist. I just have tools for self-healing and yeah. healing. Yeah. You're a healer. You're that conversation starter. You lead them. Like, yeah, I'm not here to like be your medical doctor. Like, and we know those boundaries, like, you know, we're comfortable with where we are, but like, that's literally how you have to evolve as a coach. Like that's one of the reasons. So like, I don't take prep clients anymore, especially after all of this going on. And there are some prep clients out there or prep coaches out there that are changing the way that they're prepping. Mm -hmm. But like, you have to go through this type of shit to like get to that point where you can help people. And I will return yeah. as a prep coach one day. Like I know that I know that that is something I want to do is help women, especially my age group, like women who are my age group who are in their thirties that are so at risk for like hormonal fucking shit show. Yeah. Um, there are just so many fucking bad coaches out there. Let's be fucking honest. And, you know, they're, they're just pushing, like they're driving. They're just giving clients what the fuck they want. I've clients run the other way from me all the time now. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, if you don't want to play within these parameters, like we can't work together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not just going to feed you 1200 calories so you can be skinny, like go buy some Fitspo's program down the street. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm, I'm the same way, but in, in business terms and I'm just like, you know, if you're not into the self-healing stuff and you're not like emotionally aware and on yep. that path, then I'm probably not for you. Um, because I, I do, and I know you do this too. Like I see those women that are like deep in where we were and I'm like, Oh, shit, don't do it. they all on my client list now, like all the ones, like you, you fix the broken business. I fix the broken body. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm like, come here, girlfriend. I hope you. And like, yeah. Just so you know, we're going to work on that shit in your head more than the shit on your plate. Like your diet in your head is what's fucked. Like, I think that's our purpose too. Like, that's why we go through these really difficult illnesses or things that happen to us in life. So, because God's literally being like, I need you to go through this so you can evolve as a woman and be who I need you to be to like do that big thing that I have for you. But also because you're meant to lead other women on this path too. And that's what I kept telling myself when I was like in the thick of the shit. <laughs> yeah. That there's a greater purpose here. Like that's like your only shining light when it's dark as fuck. Like there's yeah. like, there, there is a lesson here. I can't see it today. Like I'm going to bed cause I'm just done for the day, but tomorrow maybe I'll see it. <laughs> yeah. So how has this um, whole experience changed the way that you run your business? Like what have you supported yourself? I, I have created so many boundaries. Like I have been so much more confident in saying, no, I'm not taking this client. No, I cannot do this. These are my working hours. This is what I do. You know, remember how much I cried when you told me I literally had to like charge for services. (laughs) Like now I make sure I'm very specific that you know what you are getting. Um, You know, and I love my clients, but they can be very demanding. Um, and most of them are emotional head cases like me. So, you know, I have learned that I have to create boundaries to not absorb that, to not take that home. Um, and just managing my workflow, you know, understanding that again, you talked a lot about like, how do I set my business up so that I can take care of myself? Like I can't be working all day long in this, um, well, this podcast can come up later, but one of the things that I've actually decided this week is I'm closing my Facebook group. Um, nice. me too because too much it's, energy it's yes it's too much energy I have other things I need to focus on my clients come first and then creating my business comes more so it's not that it has really given me insight that like I'm not being selfish yeah like 
taking care of yourself is being selfless. And like these, I see it so much with moms. Like all they do is just take care of their family. They do nothing for themselves. They run themselves into the ground. They feel crazy. Their health suffers. And it's like, they just can't see the big picture. So I have to lead by example. Like I have to take care of me and do those things that I'm like, Oh, someone's going to be mad. I don't have a Facebook group anymore. And you know, there's not like free content here. And I'm like, that's, that's where I'm at. I had a similar idea where I was like, well, I just don't want to do this. Like I, if I'm doing this, I want to get paid for it. <laughs> so that's yes. why I created I'll my have a membership site you can sign yeah. up for. You know? But that's the membership is also like, I didn't even realize memberships could be this way, but I essentially made it like it's group coaching. So people can come in and once a week it's healing and life co- coaching calls. And once it's business calls, because both go together, but like I'm charging a much, much lower amount than I ever have, but my now my brain has one thing to grow and focus on, and I don't need to constantly be launching new shit, which makes my brain explode and take all my energy away. Yeah, and I, you know, it's just you, you don't need to launch more. You already have all the yeah. tools, Christy. You know, like because we're always trying to create and be new yeah. and like up and coming, and we're like, no, we're established. Like, yeah, like make one thing really great. Yeah, like give your brain a break. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that. And I've started being, I mean, outsourcing a lot more, being more intentional with like batching my time. Like today was all about content creation and recording because my brain like gets exhausted if I switch all these different tasks all the time. Good Lord. Yes. Being more organized. Like it just really teaches you to prioritize many things. (laughs) And I have to force that shit. Like I am not an organized person. I am like a crazy creative. We love the craziness, but like once we kind of, once you get in the routine and you establish routine and systems, like you're like, yeah, I think part of it was addiction to the chaos because then you have to do more work in order to unchaos the chaos. (laughs) We just, we, other than adrenaline junkies, we're like chaos junkies. Yeah. Like, just want to fly by the hot mess seat of our pants. That's why, like, I struggle with, like, the hot mess term. I was like, I don't want to be a fucking hot mess. Like, I know that mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, unperfect as fuck. But, you know, like, yeah. we deserve <laughs> we deserve to be grounded, you know. And that we didn't feel like we deserved that. No. Like, we thought we were always having to, like, be and do. And that's where, like, that overcompensation and that just addiction to that external, like, being in the now validation just... Ugh, and I, I mean, it's, I feel like it's a never ending journey because I'm still working on it every single day. I'm still being like, Hey, Christy, slow down. Hey, Christy, like maybe you don't work so much because we're trying to like preach this message about not working so much, but you'd also need to do that. <laughs> yes. Like you have to lead by example. And yeah. you know, for me, like this whole, so, you know, this whole thing was bikini to baby. And like, that was a huge realization. I was like, Oh my God, this is a health journey, Christina. <laughs> like you better clock the fuck in. Cause there is going to be no baby if you cannot really make yourself a priority and slow down and calm down. Oh my God. It's like your, your purpose reversed bikini to baby. That's crazy. Instead of baby to bikini. Mm -hmm. Whoa. (laughs) I just got that. Yeah. Like it, and you know, it's like that North star is still there, but I've had to put that North star here. And then I've had to put another goal in front of it. Mm. Yeah. But it's still like, that's my driving force. Like that is so close to my heart, you know, because if I was really scared to have round two, I was like, how am I going to run a business with two? Mm-hmm. This is so, that- the question I was going to ask you is what is your personal version of success now that after all this has changed? And I think oh, what you just, just being able to be a mom yeah, and not mom boss, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like the boys have always been my driver, but like, you know, my purpose, like even like with that, like I have to put me in front of them or we can't be there for them. Yeah. Yeah. So that has transitioned. Like, you know, I always told you like the boys are my why and I'm like, no, I am the why, like I'm the why for them. Yeah. So that's, that's really come into perspective. Like I don't have to grind so hard at the business to support them. Like they want me there. Like they want to see me. They don't want me like on my phone, cooking dinner, trying to do this, trying to do that. They want me to look at them and have conversations and be present. Like now, not in a year. Like it's not worth it for me to just like 
rush through my day and wipe everything for me to not see it because it just yeah. leads to just not that's not going to be a driver like that's not a life I want yeah <laughs> for <And> myself I, <laughs> is it yeah you wake up and after an experience like this and you're like this is not even like a life that I would want to live and here I am living it so then the que- it's like a mind fuck of a question what yeah. is the life that I want to live and what is actually like a priority to me what are my values and I I asked myself, like, I thought about like a peephole in an apartment door. Like when you look through your peephole, what is it? What is the one thing that will flavor and color every decision that you make in your life and in your business? Because that is the most important thing to you. Yeah. And it has to start with you. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that you've kind of found that theme on your side, Christy. Yeah. I don't have any babies. I have a fur baby, but I definitely, at first it was my health. And that's where like all these different pieces of my business started to come in. And now I think it's changing and it's more like, it is me. It's also incorporating health, but also like letting myself know it's safe to build my wealth again, to be that person that makes a shitload of money. Cause I know I can, it's just that when I was that person, I was in my driven burnout mode. So then it's more healing work to extract the different beliefs around this part of my identity. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, let's set up our, our work and our business to support both these things and also to go have fun and like live a life. <laughs> yeah. Money, Weird. fun, living like that. So that's like what's coming together for you. Yeah. That's my little peephole. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think COVID has actually made the peephole smaller. Otherwise it would be things like, like dating and putting myself out there. But right now it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> a lot out there for me to go to yeah and that's a good thing like there's nothing wrong to kind of just like give you a smaller focus before you widen it so can you imagine how many people are freaking the fuck out right now because they are finally alone with themselves and or their other person and they just can't do it and and they realize it's not right (laughs) you should really look at that yeah like that's the blessing of this pandemic is it's forcing people to see and feel the shit that they have been avoiding. So, but the Um, majority of them are just avoiding other stuff. Dude, do you watch Dave? Dave. Dave. Oh my God. Little Dicky. No. Who's that? You need to go watch the show. Just let you know. You'll fucking love it. Um, He has a bunch of it. Just YouTube him. He's a YouTube rapper. Okay. And there was a, there was a quote from like his manager and he walks in the room and he's like, are you here alone? He's like, yeah, I'm not a weak-minded person. I'm okay to be alone with my own thoughts. <laughs> just like, my bomb. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically, that is the healing pill for chronic illness and chronic overachievement is learn how to be okay with your own thoughts and give yourself everything that you're looking for in external shit. And then all the other answers and solutions about what pills to take and doctors to go to if you're sick, like that will come after you listen to you. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, you're just going to resist and push all that way and not go to the endocrinologist until like February when you're like, all right, this has really been fun trying to DIY my own body for seven months. (laughs) Really got far kids. Oh my God. Well, um, we're just about at the end of time, but is there any like one message that you want to put out there for the chronic overachievers or anyone going through illness? I do. Slow the fuck down. It's not as scary as you think. No, that's <laughs> Christy just finished my thought. Of course. <laughs> I love you so much. This was yeah. wonderful. Oh my God. So fun. You look amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, too. Where, where can people find you? Oh, so my Instagram is Dr. Christina Darling, as well as my YouTube. Um, you will not find me on Facebook. Because she gone, bitches. <laughs> I'll link that in the description so you guys can go follow her if you're resonating with her journey. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode on healing. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because I have healed myself from autoimmune illness, from my breast implant illness, both physically and also emotionally. That's such an important point here because those illnesses and these burnouts, they're not isolated incidents and they're not accidents. 
we push our bodies and ourselves to the point of no return because we so desperately want that validation externally that we are enough. That's why burnout fucking happens, especially for driven women. And I honestly feel like that's kind of an inevitable point um, in a driven woman's journey is when you learn that you no longer need to push yourself so fucking hard and do so much and that you're worthy without that. You can be successful and make a lot of money without that and build a business that is healthy for you mentally and physically that still generates a shitload of income, but it's set up in a way that supports the things that you care about the most. You know, that's my philosophy. That's literally the whole reason I even created this podcast. That's the why behind the term rise from the heart. Success built truly on your terms based off of what your heart wants for you. So all that to say, if your heart is wanting you to lean more into this feminine side and to find a way to love and heal yourself through burnout or through physical illness or whatever it is, and also start to do some of that deeper, deeper emotional work on those wounds, those childhood wounds that have made you this chronic overachiever, always trying to win approval, that's the kind of work that we're doing in our life coaching and self-healing calls in the Rise from the Heart membership. So I also just wanted to add this on to the end of the podcast to make it really clear for you guys, like I'm not only a business coach. I'm here to do that deeper work with you guys. Obviously, I am not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I have tools that I can give you to get you started on your journey and start understanding how these traumas show up in your business so that you're not constantly beating yourself up for not doing the thing when in reality it's a deeper underlying reason so that's why i've added that component into the membership it is really important for me that my clients are doing that deeper work as well because that's where true sustainable lasting success is going to come from so just to give you guys some context every week in the membership we have two zoom group coaching calls so those are 90 minutes and all you have to do is email me the night before, message me, let me know what you want to be coached on and you get coaching time. It's like a gym membership for coaching, but if you're not in a place where you're ready to hire a high ticket mentor, you don't really need one because you're more in like application mode, but you want support, someone to be there if shit hits the fan or stuff comes up, whether that's in your life, your healing journey or your business. This is why I've created the membership. I've also put all my core courses in there and strategy stuff for business, everything I know about high ticket because I do have a very deep strategy and marketing background, but I don't formally teach that all the time anymore because it's not what's most important to me or for my clients' results. It's the inner stuff, as you know. Um, but anyway, all those courses are included in there. We also have our community where you can post throughout the week and get help as you need it from me or the group as a whole, and these women are fucking amazing. They're just like us. And to have that support and know that somebody has your back as you're taking massive action, that gives you so much fucking courage. That's why I'm in a community like this of my own. Because I know that no matter what, even if I fall on my face, someone has my back. And you deserve support too. You don't have to loan with it. I know that a lot of driven women prefer to do that. It's how we were born. We think we can do it all. And you can. But you can get there so much fucking faster with a community who loves you. So, um, yeah, that is closing in a week and I'm only going to open it up a few times a year. So if you would like to jump in on that, it's an incredibly affordable monthly price. You can opt out anytime, although you won't. My vision is that you guys stay in there for years. There's so much value and I cannot wait to help you grow both in your businesses and in your healing journey. I love you guys. And if you want to sign up for the membership before our doors close in a week, you can find that link in the description below. Thanks, guys.